from the Mercy One Studio. Be Not Afraid is underwritten by Associated Ophthalmologists. Be Not Afraid. Jesus is on the way to encounter you. Join Father Fabian Moncada every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Also tune in Sundays at 10.30 a.m. for Be Not Afraid in Spanish on Iowa Catholic Radio. Now, hear the good news and be not afraid. Good morning. Welcome to Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM. Be not afraid. Father PJ, good morning. Good morning, Father. How are you? Good to have you here. Thanks be to God in this amazing day. Let us begin in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Grant, we pray, Almighty God, that celebrating the mysteries of the Lord's resurrection, we may merit to receive the joy of our redemption. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So, today it's a very interesting uh, topic that we are inviting our audience to follow us. Martyrs and Eucharist. Eucharist and Martyrs. And uh, it start the topic, we need to talking about the main martyr, mm-hmm. the main sacrifice that enlightened us to talking about it, you know, our Lord and Savior and Redeemer Jesus Christ himself at the main sacrifice at the altar. Christ is known uh, throughout the epistles and uh, the book of Revelation is the firstborn of the dead. He's called throughout the liturgy, the king of martyrs and the first of martyrs. His testimony gives witness. The word martyrdom, of course, means, means witness. His death gives witness to the love of the Father for all creation. And then we who, who share in Christ's suffering and death, especially by the shedding of our own blood, are sort of martyrs by extension because we too witness to the Father's love and to Jesus' care for the world by our own life and death. We uh, choose this topic because, and unfortunately, especially in uh, Central and South America, this um, Pandemia has been doing serious struggles in our community, and we back to closing churches. That's right. Closing churches, and it's very sad how many people have been uh, far from the real presence from our Lord Jesus Christ, you know? So the enemies of the church have recognized from the very beginning that the, the Eucharist is a central act by which... Christians are made. And because of that, they they realize that by attacking the Eucharist, you really cut at the heart of what is the church. Now, that isn't to say that each and every public health directive that's limiting worship is immediately an act of the enemies of the church. I don't want to be mischaracterized here. But but the church has long experience of the state, whatever state we're talking about, um, trying to limit Christians worship. From the very beginning, we were we were outlawed. And so there are martyrs of the early church. St. Tarsisius, some of our uh, uh, our listeners might be familiar with because he's often associated with altar servers, but he was an acolyte or a server in the early centuries um, who was transporting the Blessed Sacrament and who died rather than turn over the Blessed Sacrament to the pagans. Um, and, uh, and throughout those early centuries, it was very often the preservation of the Blessed Sacrament itself, the, the reserved species, which was the kind of precipitating um, action that led to the death of so many. During the catechesis formation for our our children in preparation for the first communion, many of them uh, show us a little bit uh, like a disconformity. May I use that expression? Said, "Why Jesus do that? 
Mm. What happened with Jesus? It's a lot of blood, a lot of mm. uh, drama. May I say mm-hmm. that tragedy? And uh, sometimes we are uh, a little bit uh, light in terms of suffering mm-hmm. to understand what is the meaning of the word sacrifice. Right. You know the the. The, the season that we're in right now d- during this Easter tide is is often the season of First Holy Communions, um, and and so we're actually um, uh, this weekend having having First Holy Communion at Christ the King, um, and I, I was examining one of the children just last night. The mother came to me and said, "I'm concerned she doesn't understand uh, uh, exactly what's going on here," and and so I said to the little girl, "I said, why do you want to receive First Holy Communion?" And she said, "Well." Uh, because I want to go to confession first. And I said, okay, well, why do you want to go to confession? And she said, to get all these sins off my soul. And I said, okay. I said, well, then why do you want to receive Holy Communion? And she looked at me and she just said, Jesus. Oh. <laughs> it was that simple. Jesus. Wow. And I looked at mom and I said, I think we got this. You know, I, 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 I think very often the children... They ask the questions the grown-ups are afraid to ask. So, so when the kids say, I feel like there's too much drama, I feel like there's too much tragedy, I feel like there's too much blood, I think, I think they're kind of absorbing the anxiety of the parents and saying, this is all really weird, I don't understand what any of it means. But my experience is very often that the children get it better than the grown-ups ever do. Right. And uh, one of the reactions for our first communions is, do I need to drink? Do I need to take from the chalice? And, and this uh, looks like a little bit duh, but at the same time, it's a very important question mm-hmm. about the meaning of the precious blood from our Lord. Mm-hmm. It's uh, any recommendation for the church to give the wine to the children at that moment? Well, of course, in this time of pandemic, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not active Obviously, in the same sort of way. Expression. You know, I... I, I so the fullness of the sign is made more clear by the by, by the presence of the blessed sacrament under both species. That means both both under the presence of bread and wine. Um, I find with little ones like this, um, intinction is often the way to go. Um, oh. uh, that way, this clearly doesn't look or feel or taste quite like ordinary bread because it's been dipped in the wine. Um, but it also helps prevent the, the, the danger of, of spillage or whatever that often happens when you have little ones like... When my niece was small, she couldn't even handle a coffee mug, let alone a chalice uh, on her own. And so, so, so it both respects what's going on, but puts it in a, in a manner that a child can receive. Absolutely. It's a part of our catechesis formation and show them also the beauty and solemnity of the precious blood from our Lord Jesus Christ. Remember that we are in Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM. Be not afraid. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and John Leonetti in the Morning is provided by Blessman International. Blessman International partners with volunteers and donors to provide sustainable programs for children in South Africa by leading 12-day all-inclusive experiences, sharing the heart of Christ with vulnerable children in South Africa. Teams are forming to do something significant in an African child's life. Learn more at BlessmanInternational.org. Thank you to Blessman International for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and John Lee and Eddie in the Morning provided by Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company. They specialize in residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs, and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. Bell Construction. 
Thank you, Big Red Q Quick Print, for underwriting the sports report. Family owned and operated since 1980, Big Red Q Quick Print is a full service print shop ready to help you with all your printing needs with speed and accuracy. Forms, manuals, brochures, letterhead, envelopes, business cards, custom invitations, design, and bindery. Big Red Q Quick Print, located across from Merle Hay Mall. Online at bigredq-demoin.com. Big Red Q Quick Print. We make printing easy. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Catholic Women Now provided in part by Permar Security, providing security solutions for homes and businesses since 1953. Permar Security is a Catholic-owned family business supplying security systems, access control systems, video surveillance, fire alarm systems, and video doorbells. All alarm systems are monitored out of their monitoring center located in the state of Iowa. Permar Security, 515-244-5660, permarsecurity.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Dowling Catholic Sports is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic. With two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling graduate, and Dr. Craig Harper, the Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at 60th and Ashworth in West Des Moines. 515-440-4610 or online, ashworthvision.com. Welcome back to Be Not Afraid, Iowa Catholic Radio. Father, one of the consistent and persistent questions for our community is, uh, if you are human, if you are senior, if you are imperfect man, how you can proclaim sacred mm-hmm. worship to God, right. in other words. So how does, how does a man offer, offer something uh, with the dignity of a God? Yes. Yeah. So, 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 you know, the church's historic response to this rite is the sacrament of orders. No man can take this on himself. It's only, it's only to give in to them that are deputed so, and not, never for their own sake alone, but always for the sake of the Christian community. Um, you know, it, it, it's become, uh, I don't want to say common, but not unrare in more recent days, um, uh, this just happened in the last few weeks over in Italy. Uh, 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 permissions for priests to be ordained early who are diagnosed with terminal illnesses. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, this is kind of strange historically. In the past, those men would not have been ordained. Correct. And the reason they wouldn't have been ordained is because uh, th- there was a kind of an accent on orders. Priesthood is not for the priest. It's for the sake of the people. Exactly. Now, the reason in these exceptional circumstances it's happened is because they they, they always ordained the man with an eye to him uh, being ordained soon enough to offer at least one mass so that it wasn't just for him, but that even even if all he ever did was offer one single mass, then it was for the sake of the people. You mentioned on a very, very interesting point, what is the meaning on one single mass? Of infinite value. Right, a single mass covers all the sins of the whole world, and and uh, and that's because the mass isn't primarily what we see. It isn't the sequence of prayers and rituals and exercises and vestments. It, it is, of course, the act of God made present again to His people, which is why it's of infinite value. Because the actions of God are always of 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 infinite value. But the reason it's important for us is because our priests, of course, don't cease to be human the moment that they're ordained they continue to struggle with sin and the, oftentimes you know just like in any other relationship the closer we grow to our priests the more we can see the warts that they have right um my staff would be very happy to tell you about my temper um 
And as I'm recovering from from foot surgery these days, uh, uh, the, my, my temper's worse because I'm just in worse temper because I hurt a lot. Um, uh, Especially you, after therapies. You yeah, know? is that that's right? After PT, I'm 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 not a real happy priest. But it's the the point isn't that um, God like magics good behavior into people by the sacrament of orders. It is rather. That because one needs to stand for the other, because Jesus has needed to stand for us, and because we who follow Jesus recognize this this power of mediation, um, there are some that are deputed to stand on behalf of the rest of the community. You might say, well, why, why, why didn't God just do everybody all equally? I don't know. Ask Moses. He started it way back then, but he, he chose to do it this way, and I think primarily because there's something powerful and something really beautifully compelling about allowing us to cooperate or share in God's action rather than God just doing stuff to us so that the actions are both really ours and really God's. So if our Lord had been offered himself as a, as a main sacrifice at the altar, what happened with the priest who had been personification mm -hmm. in persona Christi? Right. The real presence. So, so the priest acts... In persona Christi capitis, or in the person of Christ, the head, because the whole church is acting in uh, persona Christi totius, in the person of Christ, the whole, or the body. So, so that the church gathered, whether it's just the priest and a single server, or a priest and one old lady in the back, or, or the bishop and a whole cathedral full of people, the priest, celebrant, gathers the people, and the, and the whole community acts as one. But necessarily, a body has to have a head. There's got to be one person who sort of coordinates and, and directs and who speaks for the rest. And so, and, and so the priest acts in persona Christi this way. Um, the people act in persona Christi primarily in their actions in the world. So what the priest is to the, the body of the church, the assembly of the faithful, the everyday Christian is meant to be for the whole world, to act in Jesus' name, to, to offer the ministry of reconciliation in his name, to offer the ministry of healing and presence and accompaniment in his name. But in the church itself, this happens in a very particular way in the person of the priest, because that person's set aside, deputed, ordained by God to do this for the sake of the others. For the sake of the others, and it's uh, and it's it, this is a very remarkable explanation for us, and for everybody to understand that when you are joined the holy sacrifice of the mass, you are part of that sacrifice itself as well, because you are a witness about the offering of the human level to the supernatural, a transcendent level of our Lord. The fundamental move, right, is meant to be that every one of us places on the paten in the chalice with the priest, not simply bread and wine, but all of our prayers and all of our works and all of our sufferings and all of our anxieties and all of our hopes and all of our dreams, all the stuff we have to give. And that just as the bread and wine are transformed into something else and then returned to us, so also all of those things we offer are transformed and then returned to us. So it's not simply optimism. It's not like I go in worried about my mother who's sick And then Jesus magics away my worry about my mom who's sick. But what he does is he changes my heart by the reception of Holy Communion so that my anxiety over my mother that's sick can become prayer and penance and good work over my mother who's sick. And hopefully then more attentiveness to other people who are sick. Could we call the priests as altar martyrs? 
Yeah, of course. So, so every priest, by 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 every action of his priesthood, whether it's at mass or in the confessional or whatever else, is giving testimony to the life, death, and resurrection of the Lord Jesus. Be not afraid, Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for programming of Catholic Women Now partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at cindyschulte.com, 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world. Kemen is on the leading edge of molecular science, manufacturing more than 500 specialty ingredients for the human and animal health and nutrition, pet food, aquaculture, nutraceutical, food technologies, crop technologies, and textile industries. Kemen strives to sustainably transform the quality of life every day for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Online at Kemen.com. Since 1924, St. Vincent de Paul has been helping those less fortunate work towards self-sufficiency. Last year, St. Vincent de Paul helped over 20,000 individuals with food, clothing, and shelter, while also offering classes in financial literacy, high school completion, career readiness, and prisoner re-entry. svdpdsm.org, 515-282-8327. Shop, donate, volunteer, serve. This message was brought to you by Homemakers Furniture. The Iowa Catholic Men's Conference is Saturday, May 22nd at the Embassy Suites downtown, starting with Mass at 7 a.m. Speakers include Gary Dolphin and Tim Jamieson, hosted by Joe Stopulis and John Leonetti. Learn more at iowacatholicradio.com slash events. The Catholic Foundation of Southwest Iowa is looking for a director of development. Learn more at catholicfoundationiowa.org slash careers or contact Eileen Valdez, 515-237-5085, catholicfoundationiowa.org slash careers. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and John Leonetti in the Morning provided by Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company. They specialize in residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. Bell Construction. Let's back to Be Not Afraid through Iowa Catholic Radio. So this uh, third part of our program, we will be reading the gospel and looking the meaning of the word of God for you and me. So in this occasion, the gospel of John chapter 15 verses 1 to 8 tell us, Jesus said to his disciples, I am the true vine and my father is the vine grower. He takes away every branch in me that does not bear fruit, and every one that does, he prunes so that it bears more fruit. You are already pruned because of the word that I spoke to you, reminding me as I reminded you, just as a branch cannot bear fruit on its own, unless it remains on the vine. So neither can you unless you remind me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever remains in me and I in him will bear much fruit, because without me you can do nothing. Anyone who does not remain in me will be thrown out like a branch and wither. People will gather them and throw them into a fire, and they will be burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, Ask for whatever you want it, and it will be done for you. By this is my Father glorified, that you bear much fruit and become my disciples. 
the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So, Father, you, what, what stands out to me here as most um, uh, pertinent given our conversation about martyrdom is the connectivity, the connection that exists between the person of Jesus and the Father and then between we, the members of the church, and Jesus. Correct. So, 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 so Jesus is the vine, the Father, the vine grower, and then we wind up as branches on the same vine. So we're not... Um, you know, we're not Christmas ornaments that are being hung on a vine, right? We're really genuinely integrated into the vine, and that vine really genuinely is grown up, planted, set aside, fertilized, all of it by God. So that what's happening with us isn't um, – there isn't some human life that we live apart from the life we have in God. From the moment we're grafted onto, the, onto Jesus, we're, we live the life of God. And it's a, a very remarkable the connection between the vine grower and the precious blood from our Lord Jesus right. Christ. And this is an, an amazing connection because the simple fruit is not by themselves. Mm -hmm. They need an uh, armor, may I say that, to still not only growing, also to offer the fruit as a sacrifice to provide the vine itself. If you've ever seen, um, and I expect many of our listeners have, if you've ever seen um, uh, maple harvesters tap the trees, the, 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 this is a profound image. A tree isn't a vine, but the idea is the same, right? They, they, they tap the trunk much, and they use the, the, the verb tap, just like you're tapping a keg of beer. They tap the tree to get that sap out to make the syrup. And that sap is very much like the blood of the tree. The Absolutely. tree can't run without without its blood. My mother, when she was dying, um, she had a blood disorder. And so she lived for several years off of blood transfusions from other people. Oh. And she developed this devotion to the precious blood because her whole life was sort of based on whether or not she had enough blood in her. And she, would, she said to her at the end of her life, this is what I preached on at her funeral, she said, I've decided that in the end, we're either vampires or Christians. <laughs> we either are parasites that live off of the blood of other people, or we can acknowledge that what we've been living off the whole time is the blood of God. And when you live off of the blood of God, all you want to do is give your blood in return for others. It's a profound exchange here between God and, and human beings that allows for the exchange between human beings. And at the same time, it's very interesting how this gospel said is not only the seed and then find the fruit needs to be a little bit pain. Right. Needs to be a little bit pain to modulate, to articulate our imperfection to the perfection of God to moving forward and uh, not, not only wisely, but uh, and more fruitful, fruitful and delightful. I think this really ties well with this 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 theme of martyrdom and and the Holy Eucharist in this way. Um, you know, you, you know, the, the 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 martyrs who recognize the power of the Eucharist know that the the strength that they have to suffer well, to shed their own blood for the, for, for the sake of the world, is only made possible by their share 
in his blood. Um, it's much like, it's not the same, but it's much like, and I think there's an important parallel to be drawn here, um, uh, b- between soldiers uh, who, who fight under a flag. The flag is this potent symbol, right? Um, the flag falls down in battle, and somebody will run and raise it back up, and they'll get shot, seemingly for the flag. Well, they're not getting shot for the flag. They're getting fought for the, shot for the country that the flag represents. Right? The Holy Eucharist is like that, but ad infinitum. It's like that even more, because God really is in the Blessed Sacrament in a way that the country isn't quite in the flag. But none of us ever says, oh, well, this is stupid. This is, this is, soldiers shouldn't fuss around things like flags, right? And, 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 and so for us to be able to, 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 to show due reverence to the Blessed Sacrament this way is ultimately what sort of activates the inspiration in us that allows us to act in heroic ways. Also, in a very interesting manner, uh, this gospel invites us to be an courageously Christian people of God. We are approaching our ending program. Father, could you please send them with your blessing? May the strength and courage of the martyrs be with and upon each of you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Be not afraid. Iowa Catholic Radio. Be not afraid. Jesus is on the way to encounter you. Join Father Fabian Moncada every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Also tune in Sundays at 10.30 a.m. for Be Not Afraid in Spanish on Iowa Catholic Radio. Go forward and be not afraid. Be Not Afraid is underwritten by Associated Ophthalmologists.